Pakistan strikes back at Iran. A federal judge threatens to kick Donald Trump out of court. And your next smartphone could translate your phone calls in real time. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Christina Quinn. It's Thursday, January 18th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. Number one. Pakistan said it carried out strikes inside Iran this morning. Pakistan targeted what it called terrorist hideouts in Iran's southeast, two days after Iran had struck targets inside Pakistan. Both sides said they were targeting militant groups operating in the region near the Iran-Pakistan border. Pakistan Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Mumtaz Zarabalak spoke about the strikes today. Over the last several years in our engagements with Iran, Pakistan has consistently shared its serious concerns about the safe havens and sanctuaries enjoyed by Pakistani-origin terrorists on the ungoverned spaces inside Iran. Iran is a brotherly country, and the people of Pakistan have great respect and affection for the people of Iran. Tensions in the Middle East have been threatening to boil over since the start of Israel's war in Gaza in October. And yesterday, the U.S. launched a new round of strikes on Houthi militants in Yemen in response to their attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea. At number two, a federal judge threatened to throw Donald Trump out of court yesterday. This took place at the former president's civil defamation trial in New York. The writer E. Jean Carroll alleges that Trump defamed her after she accused him of sexual assault. She told a federal jury yesterday that Trump's attacks on her credibility started back in 2019 and continue to harm her professionally and put her in fear for her safety. The judge was forced to address Trump after being told that he was criticizing Carroll loudly enough for the jury to have heard it. Interruptions like this could potentially influence the jury, which is only supposed to consider evidence and testimony in reaching its verdict. Trump is expected to testify in the case next week. Number three. A Chinese scientist filed a coronavirus sequence weeks before its official release. This is according to federal documents released yesterday, part of an investigation by congressional Republicans into the origins of the pandemic. They reveal that the scientists tried to publish the virus's genetic profile to a publicly accessible database of genetic sequences overseen by the U.S. National Institutes of Health two weeks before Beijing formally released the sequence. Public health experts said this was a missed opportunity to learn more about the virus at the start of the pandemic. It may have slowed work on tests, treatments, and vaccines, and it raises new questions about how Chinese officials and scientists shared information as the virus rapidly spread through their country. At number four. The British royals shared unusual back-to-back health announcements yesterday. Firstly, Kensington Palace said Catherine, Princess of Wales, also known as Kate Middleton, underwent abdominal surgery at a private London hospital. The wife of the future British king will remain hospitalized for up to two weeks, and she probably won't resume her official duties before April. The palace didn't give any details on what procedure was performed, other than to say it was planned and the issue was non-cancerous. Following that announcement, Buckingham Palace said King Charles III will undergo a procedure next week for an enlarged prostate. That's a typically benign condition that affects many men as they get older. The palaces are typically tight-lipped about the health of the royal family, so to get two major updates in one day was pretty extraordinary. (music) 
At number five, North America has lost nearly 30% of its bird population in a half century. White-throated sparrows, American crows, and American goldfinches are some of the birds that are under threat. There's a tool in our newsletter that lets you search which birds have declined in your neighborhood. Humans are largely to blame for their shrinking bird populations. Birds' biggest challenges include habitat loss, pesticides, glass windows, and domestic cats. Those are all man-made problems. If you want to help out, ornithologists recommend planting native plants, using fewer pesticides, and keeping your cats indoors. At number six, Samsung's new phones can translate foreign languages in live phone calls using AI. Samsung unveiled its Galaxy S24 models yesterday, calling them AI-first smartphones, and their live translate tool is pretty eye-catching. It translates calls between two people speaking different languages, out loud or with text, directly on your device. It's like having your own personal interpreter. Our tech reporter, Chris Velasco, says it works surprisingly well. He used it to make a restaurant reservation with a gluten allergy in Korean. AI gadgets like this may well become the most talked-about technology of 2024. But before you buy any gadgets, think about how often you'll actually use them. Most will be half-baked, creepy, or just plain terrible ideas that are looking to profit off the hype around AI. So buyer beware. And at number seven, dung beetles couple up to move balls of poop quicker. This is either pretty romantic or pretty gross, depending on your perspective. Scientists put 188 beetles into tubs that each contained roughly two pounds of fresh cow dung. Then, something weird happened. Some of the beetles paired up in heterosexual couples to move their prized balls of poop. The males and the females each performed their own carefully choreographed roles, saving time before potential rivals could snatch the dung away. Dung beetles use balls of poop to breed. You can see a video of the ritual at the link in our show notes. This is pretty unusual. Other animals also cooperate to move objects, but only if they already know where they're taking them. Dung beetles have no idea, or so it seems, which means this could be the first evidence of animals, besides humans, working together to move an object to an undecided destination, much like when you're rearranging furniture. So these beetles are coupling up because of a shared passion, collecting mounds of poop. Who said romance was dead? All right, you're all caught up. But one more thing, if you're a Washington Post subscriber, you can get access to Washington Post podcasts ad-free in Apple Podcasts. And we have more fun stuff around the corner. So be sure to find the Washington Post channel in Apple Podcasts and connect your Post subscription. And then stay tuned for more subscriber-only audio benefits, like exclusive and early access episodes. If you're not a subscriber to the Washington Post, what are you waiting for? You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts by looking for the Washington Post channel or through the link in our show notes. I'm Christina Quinn. I'll meet you back here tomorrow.